Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I am your crazy host. And um, I have my even crazier host, Master John. Really? <laughs> Was that simple? <laughs> what? But I still love to say, Master John! Oh my god, I was so ready for you to say some fucked up shit. <laughs> And I'm just in here waiting and waiting. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's I'm I'm it's me. I'm Master John. I'm here with my co-host Mia. <laughs> Welcome to our boring ass podcast. <laughs> Bite your tongue, bitch. <laughs> okay, what the fuck was that? Alright. So tonight <laughs> tonight we're talking BDSM. As always, right? We're talking about BDSM? We are. What the fuck? Yes. I don't even know what that is. You don't? No. Mm. I, I was here for human psychology and sexuality. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So anyway, tell me, <laughs> <laughs> tell me your funny, cringe BDSM stories. Okay, I will. Oh, oh, you mean their, okay. Yes, their <laughs> stories, John. I've told all my cringeworthy stories. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot. I figured I would share this story with a community that can relate. My Dom went to pick up a recent acquisition from the post office. He handed them his pick oh his pickup slip, and the nice older lady at the counter brought out his box. The extreme sex bench with bondage straps ergonomically designed for deeper penetration that he had ordered in the original packaging with large bold letters about all the features and a picture of the bench in use. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we live in a small southern town. We may have to move. <laughs> he told me he had never been so embarrassed. Poor guy. We're testing it out this weekend. Hopefully that'll help him feel better. <laughs> Please tell me stuff like this has to happen to other people. Oh my God. Normally, when you order something like that, they put it inside of another box. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. But, you know, it's like when I just ordered, you know, well, my husband ordered it for me and surprised me, but I saw the label and where it was from and who it was from. I knew it was a fucking machine. You just knew. Yeah, but was there somebody on the outside of the box fucking? Hell, fuck no. There was not. For a little old lady <laughs> to hand you at the post office and she's looking at it like, uh... <laughs> That's so great. I oh, love that. God. Little old ladies. <clears throat> little okay. ladies. Oh, I'll be a little old lady one day. You will be. Yay. We'll call you Martha. Martha Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the Martha Stewart of BDSM? Total. Total. <laughs> All right. My, fa- my favorite <laughs> My funniest BDSM experience happened during Frolicon. I had come with a bunch of friends and was staying with a couple of doms. The weekend was very fun overall, but this fight situation arose on the second day. That day, one of the doms decided to dress me. Ensemble included one of my own button-up shirts and tie, one of her skirts, and knee-high boots from another girl. I spent the whole day at the con like this, and when our group went to lunch, they decided to go to a restaurant across the street. <clears throat> 
So I went over to the restaurant in my ensemble. The funny thing was, we got seated right next to a group of old ladies. Here's the old ladies again. Again. I love old ladies. I was embarrassed at first, but one of them ended up complimenting me on my clothing appearance. I was kind of floored, and our group has joked about it ever since, but I have to say that was that I was smiling the rest of the day. Hmm. Little old ladies do not care. They do not. You know why? Because they've been there. Yes, they have. <laughs> like, we didn't get this old and not see some things. Absolutely. Old ladies. This is from uh, Shaka Blackstar. Hmm. Shaka. Yeah. I think the worst true cringe moment for me was when my mother came across my Zentai suits in my closet. Also, a pair of tiger pattern ones with tails and ears on the top of the hood. Normally, she's quite respectful of my privacy, us being both adults and whatnot, but we're changing internet cable providers, and she and the tech installing the new equipment didn't quite know where some of the connection stuff they needed was, and one of the places they checked was, of course, the back of my closet, where the suit is normally concealed. Luckily, she didn't examine them all very closely and assumed there were some type of matching pajamas that me and my significant other would cuddle up in together, which, to be fair, isn't too far from the truth. Hmm. Now I want a suit. <laughs> so, you know, the Zentai suits, yeah. they look like a shiny um, latex, but they're not. You know, they're mm. nylon, but they're just extremely form-fitting. And for a man, you can basically see them all, you know, you can see their whole junk. Their whole print. Yeah. The man print. The man print. <laughs> so, you know, to him, I guess that was just embarrassing. He didn't want Mama thinking that he was dressed up like a little uh, leopard like a little skin tiger. tiger. <laughs> <laughs> no, <rawr>. <laughs> <laughs> Lick my bum. All right. Go ahead. Funniest moment I had was our eating with a former sub. She bratted. I took away her drink and used my meltiest line on her. She immediately apologized and for a wine back. As soon as she did, she instinctively said, Thank you, Daddy, just as our waiter arrived at the table with our food. We were unable to eat for about five minutes because she couldn't stop laughing, and I'm pretty sure the dad at the table across from us heard because he was giving me dirty looks the entire time he was there. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. happened at the last party. Yes, it did. Yeah. Somebody called me Daddy. Mm-hmm. Somebody else heard it. Mm-hmm. They did not like it. I can imagine. Yeah, they were a little jealous. I bet. I mean, it was a fetish party, so people sure. were calling each other daddy. But when this particular person called me daddy, another particular person did not like that at I'm all. I'm sure. They wanted her to call them daddy, and she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So adult daughter visited unexpectedly. She still had the key. Me and my wife had played the evening before, and the St. Andrew's Cross was not stowed away. She just walked past it, didn't even pause, and never mentioned it. Another incident, whereas a couple of years later, my wife finds the same daughter on the guest list of a BDSM sex party we're going to attend. Wife had to have a discussion where we kind of divided the country into regions. <laughs> so that we did not end up on the same events. Blindfolds are fun, but not... If all four of us, me, wife, daughter, and daughter's boyfriend, all wear them all night. Wow. <clears throat> so they had to <laughs> they had to negotiate. You can go to parties on this side of town. 
and we can go to parties on this side of town. Yeah. We've wow. had that situation before. Yeah, we've had people show up. Yeah, and their children have been here before. Yeah. That's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but weird. Yeah. Needless to say, they didn't come back. <laughs> they have not. <laughs> I always cringe thinking back at this. One time I was licking a girl's boots, feet, and painting her toenails while her and a few friends were sitting at dinner table. I was on my knees wearing only a bra and panties. Without any warning, my other friend's mother walks in the door, looked at me, laughed, and just sat down hanging out with us and drinking. I did not stop what I was doing. So, I take it he was the little sub boy. I guess so. Yeah, that's cute. That's funny. Yeah. You walked in. <laughs> Mom just started laughing at you, and you just kept doing it anyway. <laughs> Oh, shit, that is funny. Well, you know, I had that incident happen to me recently mm. because I had that lovely little subway I told you about, and he was on his knees rubbing my legs and feet. And, of course, my husband walks in, and he's like, oh, so sorry. And he <laughs> proceeds to pick up his stuff and walk out. <laughs> it's just something he sees. It's okay. <laughs> it happens when you're in the lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Oh, once at work, we had broken down some piles of wooded slats, and my boss asked me to get them bundled up. I tied them with the diamond harness pattern, really not thinking about it, and other than that, it would be very secure. Him and a few of my coworkers were like, wow, that's an interesting pattern. Do you always do it that way? I mean, <laughs> not on lumber. <laughs> Somebody's into shibari. Yeah. You mean? If you're at work and bored, you might as well practice. Might as well. <laughs> I've, done, I've done some weird shit. <laughs> yes, you have. Had a few close calls before. Like one time, I was packing a few final things in my case for moving back to university for the new year. And I put it in my pink drawstring bag with my vibrator and handcuffs. My mom sees the bag in my case and goes, what's in there? And I just said stationary. So she did not go through it thinking it was boring. Well, she later sees my calculator on my shelf and takes the bag to open it, put it in for my stationery. I've never screamed so fast for her not to open it. Luckily, she hadn't, but it was a close call, and now she knows something's in there that isn't stationary. <laughs> <laughs> Another time was today. I was speaking to someone about my FetLife account, as well as about some of my kinks, thinking my flatmates who were on my floor were out. Well, later realized one of them was in their room all along, and I'm just hoping they didn't hear what I was talking about, as they could now search up my FetLife name if they really wanted to. Hoping they wouldn't, though, or even better if they didn't hear. Also, one time my flatmate needed handcuffs for Cops and Robbers Social, was about to offer her to borrow mine, and then just before realized I'd have to explain why I had a set of cuffs. Thing in my flatmates think I'm super vanilla, so they would have been in shock. Okay. Many more stories like this happen. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, you know, when you're trying to hide your toys. Yeah, you know, definitely. I don't even try to hide my toys anymore. My whole house is just filled with them. <laughs> I got tildos in the, yeah. You know, I, I got yard... vibrators everywhere. Yes, you know, I went yard sailing one time with my friends, and my friends at the time really didn't know I was in the lifestyle. They were vanilla, and um, they actually went and picked up this this uh, children's like slide play set. 
and they were like, oh, you know, we don't have any rope. And they didn't think I was going to have some rope. <laughs> and of course, I have all these colors of rope. And they were all in certain bundles. And they're like, man, these are so, like, neat and organized. <laughs> Why do you have rope? <laughs> Ultimately, I told them. And then, you know, the rest is history. I tie, people, I tie people up with these. Yes. Uh, so, next story is from Formal Mango. I like that. We're moving house, but we didn't have much time because of work commitments, so my parents were helping us unpack. You can see where this is going. My parents arrive while I'm at work, and my husband tells them to start wherever they want. He's outside packing up the garage. I get home. My husband is nowhere to be seen, and my mom, sitting in the dining room, very serious, she says to me, I found a box of... Mm, items in the bedroom. It's okay. I packed them up before your father saw. I put them and put them in a box labeled kitchen. <laughs> and she continues, you're both adults and what you do is your own business, but I also found the other things. Is it really the right time to be getting a dog? She found a dog cage and bowls folded up in the wardrobe and my husband panicked and said that we were getting a dog. Its name is Sandy, then disappeared to get more boxes. We also had 10 boxes labeled kitchen. When we were unpacking, every time we opened one, we put a bet on whether it was for the kitchen or the sex toys. And then, of course, she calls her husband a coward. <laughs> All of this, he's a pussy. <laughs> I had something like this happen. Yes. <clears throat> I was getting divorced, and I was at work. And I came home, and some volunteers from our church came over to help my newly ex-wife get her things out of the house. Well, oh. by the time I got in there, they had already cleaned out the bedroom, and there were dildos and stuff in the closet that she told them were mine. And she of didn't course. want them. They were mine. So. <laughs> it's like, they're not mine, but okay. <laughs> But they saw them. They were just laid out, just completely laid out everywhere. <laughs> I was like, huh. <laughs> you didn't know you were into Thanks, rectal bitch. voice, did you? <laughs> you didn't want me to know they were yours, so you told them they were mine. Okay. <laughs> good oh, cover, good cover. Yeah, that's great. Either way, the Mormons were <laughs> had something to talk about that day. <laughs> Oh my God, I don't know who's more embarrassed, her or them. You know, John, we're reading a lot of these and they're obviously, like I said, they're from, you know, Europe. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, <laughs> I love it when they call their moms, mums. I love that. Um, <laughs> her mom was nuts. <laughs> yes, yes. But, you know, we have our, all of our listeners, we have, you know, a huge population and in the U.S., which, you know, we're well over 100 countries now, and we have, um, we have England and we have Australia that are, like, in the next two, and then we have Germany. So, just thought I would throw that in there. It was pretty interesting, I thought. So, are you going to read this next one in a British, British accent? accent? Oh, I certainly will. <laughs> <laughs> I was around my girlfriend's house. <laughs> my dad was chill, but her mom was nuts. We got to BDSM early, so naturally. As soon as they said they were leaving for the day, I had her tied up, spread eagle to the bed. I was going like a jackhammer when suddenly the door burst open and her pants were there. 
her mum is screaming, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> the duvet is long gone. She's tired and all I can do is cover us with my bare ass until they go back downstairs. We legit climbed out of the window and went to the park to avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, John? <laughs> I'm fucking your little girl. <laughs> and she likes it. <laughs> to put it into her little vagina. <laughs> and the guys, the guy they who wrote this, the his name is John. Oh, God. John R. <laughs> That's said, not going to They were waiting downstairs, so we snuck out the window and went to the park. <laughs> yes. We legit climbed out the window. You can imagine talking like this. I love it. Oh what are you doing? Fucking my daughter. <laughs> I love their accents. I love it. Okay. <laughs> My dom is a doctor. My dom knows that it is going to get busy around New Year's. We're doing a medium intense scene since it was very likely my dom was going to get called in. Well, my dom forgot to charge my dom's phone so my dom would get the notification if they called my dom in. That's a lot of doms. It is. Dom, 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 dom. Just say master. Mid scene, my dom's co-worker, who is deaf, walks in, closes his eyes and signs. Thank God I can't hear what's happening. Finish and come to the hospital and leave. Ah, that's great. We finish the scene and my dom's co-worker is super chill and just makes jokes saying how he's thankful he didn't have to hear our voices. They're best friends now. That is awesome. I bet they are. Like, dude, that was awesome. What were you doing to her? Oh my God. <laughs> that is awesome. So I had a bunch of stuff stored at my dad's place for years. On a visit, I went up into the loft to find some things and noticed some of those things were in the wrong boxes. Things like rope, boots, riding crops, cuffs, lingerie were not in the one tote where I put it all. Him and my stepmom had gone through some boxes and got my stuff mixed up with theirs. My dad knew I was weird, so I'm sure it wasn't very shocking. Regardless, not a word was spoken. Hmm. It's all about moms and dads, right? Moms and dads. You know what? I'm going to tell you all a secret. Mom and dads have sex too. That's how you got here. So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're you freaks, walk, right? Maybe you walk in on your, on your dad and say, Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, wanker? What are you doing to my mom? <laughs> to your mom. <laughs> Love it. Wow. So not necessarily BDSM related, but sex or sex toy related. I have a devil cat that opens drawers, trash cans, and very often I find my dildo drawer wide open with all my dicks <laughs> exposed. He also stole used condoms from the trash to play more than once. Not a huge problem when it's only me and my boyfriend at home, but I can only hope that never happens when my very Christian cleaner is working here. Hmm. Yeah, that would be a bummer. <laughs> the cat. The cat gets freaky. <laughs> the cat is eating the used condoms. <laughs> Damn. Right? Okay. <clears throat> My partner and I went away for a few days, and we're doing a student-teacher scene for most of the first day. Him in a suit, me in clothes, with a slight nod to a school schoolgirl, but not too overt. We sat in a cafe, and I had my binder of instructions and Sir's wooden ruler on the table which I'd be spanked with later in private. The waiter took our order and asked what the ruler was for. 
We couldn't think of a decent answer quick enough, so we just looked at each other um, and giggled. The waiter said, oh, I get it. Nice one. We still laugh about it now. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Sir and I were doing hypnosis session, and I took him... Oh, excuse me. And I told him that I was going to try and stay awake. Rather than dropping like I usually do, as I'm trying to explain, he uses my trigger mid-sentence, and I completely lose my train of thought. So I'm sitting there, trying to remember what I was planning on saying, and I can't, which makes him laugh, which makes me laugh, which only makes him laugh harder until we're both rolling around breathless, hiccuping, still one of my favorite scenes of all times. Well, you know, I'm glad he can do, you know, a hypnosis session with her, but I don't find that embarrassing at all. No. Yeah. You might have to cut that out. <laughs> so no, how, we're not cutting that out. <laughs> because I lost my train of thought when I got choked out and passed out on the floor, and it wasn't embarrassing, but I get it. Like, you try and remember, and you just can't. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. All right. I was with a girl who loved to be paddled. I was paddling her. She had, she had these two little dogs. They started barking nonstop when I started the paddling, and she was moaning. I thought this was hilarious and couldn't focus. Yeah, you don't have sex in front of your dogs. No. That's they like, just don't get that's that. That's like your parents. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, All no. Right. Don't well, do that. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any embarrassing funny stories you know i i know you do i do and i've thought about that a couple of different times you know i was never embarrassed by my family by any means because you know so many of them know what i do anyway but um i was at the airport and you know don't fuck me with fuck <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with me at the airport you know <laughs> i really i'm not a big fan of flying but you have to do what you have to do and um you know, I took two bags, two big suitcases. One, you know, I was going to stay for a week, so I pretty much filled the suitcase. And then the other one was filled with sex toys, multiple things, vibrators, massagers, you know, paddles, whips, all that shit. And, of course, it was one of those times where, you know, security wanted to check my shit. You know, <laughs> I even had a lock on the bags. And, you know, it's like, what's the point of putting a lock on the bag? But, you know, I thought maybe this will deter them. No, it did not deter them. Instead, they opened it up in front of everyone. And when I said everyone, there was a line of good 50 people standing there to wait their, you know, their bags to be going through. And, you're, you know, you're on that conveyor belt of people. And when you have this huge bag that I decided to do as a carry-on, carry it was still a big bag because it just kind of like overlapped and spread out. And needless to say, she broke the zipper. So. She broke it because she couldn't get it closed again? Yes. Because it was just too much shit. Too much shit. And I packed it in there. And it was a carry-on, you know, and it was like, okay, what happens now? Right. So I pretty much had to fold it up with dildos falling out <laughs> and paddles falling out. Yeah, that was my lovely experience going to New York. Those fuckers. Those fuckers is right. All right. Yeah. Well, with that, <laughs> you fuckers. Fuck make... you, TSA. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. Say our closing. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking TSA fuckers make all your fantasies become realities.